0: All right, everybody, welcome to the 342nd episode of the Holy Backboard
1: podcast. I'm Dustin here in Rip City, and I got my man, Sage. Late night podcast, boys. It's been a minute. Usually we're podcasting and there's daylight now. Now this is back to like the old, you know, vintage Holy Backboard where I I was up like cursing because I was tired and it was almost bedtime. But we're here to talk about the big wing from Alabama, Brandon Miller, and I'm... I have some I have some opinions about him, but let's let's talk about what his uh, specs are for his. Uh, you know how tall he is. I'll- yeah. The only thing different
0: now and OG days, uh, I got a baby monitor in my left, so you know, just watching watching the baby sleep, making sure you know, s- snug as a bug in a rug. Uh, hopefully, we can knock this out, and uh, the baby can uh, keep catching some of those Z's, and then I'll go catch some uh myself but yeah we are talking about um uh, university of alabama small forward brandon miller uh was a five-star recruit from tennessee in alabama legacy um actually i believe his father played football at the the university of alabama uh was the 17th player in the nation according to rivals.com five-star r- recruit uh seventh overall small forward um 6'9, 200 pounds uh, the ringer lists his wingspan at six 11. Um, he is a little bit older, uh, for a draft prospect as a freshman, uh, 20 and a half years old, but he had an incredible season at, uh, Alabama for the Crimson Tide, uh, in the regular season, the tide were the, the top team in, in the land in 37 games, uh, Played, He played nearly 33 minutes, averaged 18.8 points on uh, 43, 38, and 86 uh, shooting splits. That's field goal, three-point, and free throw. Uh, And he did so on volume from three, nearly seven and a half attempts from three. And he got to the line four and a half times, which is nice for um, a collegiate player since obviously they play 40 minutes instead of the 48 but he is much more than just a shooter uh pulled down 8.2 rebounds handed out 2.1 assists nearly a block and nearly a steal uh for the the tide he had a per of 23.4 if you're looking at big board um third on tankathon second on the ringer you're not going to see him really fall below 3 on many folks' big boards he is uh really classified himself as a top three player in what many are calling a three player draft. Um, not quite the meteoric rise of Taylor Hendricks, who kind of came out of nowhere to be a, a lottery pick, but most mock drafts this time last year, when they do the way too early uh, look ahead, had him middle to, to late first round. So we did have a nice jump and uh, clearly going the collegiate route, uh, paid dividends for, uh, Miller, who really became one of the faces of, of college basketball, and Draftstock absolutely shot through the roof. Portland, at number three, has a definitive shot at, at selecting Miller, which is why it was important for us to, to cover him. You know, when we sit out to, you know, map out who we're going to to cover, you know, there are, there are guys, Victor, Scoot, Brandon, Maybe the Thompson twins is like, yeah, we're not going to have a chance at those players. And then obviously Portland really went full, full, full bore on the tank. And then they got lucky in the lottery and moved up into a spot where they have a legitimate shot at drafting this prospect. So it it felt uh, necessary to do a little bit more of a deeper dive on somebody who, you know, prior to two weeks ago, didn't think the Blazers would have a realistic shot at at acquiring.
1: Watching this Alabama team, it the start of college basketball making offense easier because like that was like a a four or five out scheme at all times. So there was space to do things, you know, watching teams like Michigan state Duke, like it's a struggle fest watching that offense, you know, try and just bully ball the, the way to the hoop. Like this one had shooters and spacing. It felt like it was 2020, 2023 basketball. I was watching when I was, just watching them just space out the Georgia Bulldogs uh, when I was watching them last night. So it was it was really good to see that like Michigan and uh, and uh, Bama. So some teams actually are scheming out a uh, very watchable team, and where other teams just absolutely aren't. Oh, I forgot UConn. They're absolutely watchable. But watching him, it was just like, okay, this is an NBA player versus. A lot of kids that aren't going to be NBA players, he was just in every game I watched. He, oh, he's just significantly better than everybody. The shooting is absolutely going to be the thing that we talk about first because it's pretty nutty. The three-point shooting is pretty damn nutty. And I, I, I the track record shows that this man could shoot. So I think shooting is the number one thing we can ask for. And then the shooting will open up other parts of his game in which he can improve on. But I, obviously the shooting is going to be the thing that he's just, you know, game one of the summer league. This man can shoot threes.
0: Yeah. He had a, a really strong start to the season um, played really well in the, the PK classic up here in in Portland. Um, I believe they played teams like, like North Carolina and Yukon, but he had like a, big coming out party against Gonzaga. He had 36 and six against, uh, the Bulldogs. He also had a pretty dominant 41 point performance on the road, uh, to beat South Carolina. Uh, and he had the game winning bucket overtime. but uh, what a lot of people on the court are going to remember are is how he just struggled so mightily in, in the tournament. Um, his bread and butter was that three-point shot, and and it was not there. He went three for nineteen in the three tournament games. And really, Bama was was upset. Um, they got upset by San Diego State. And you mm-hmm. saw how crazy the NCAA tournament was this year. The path was there for Bama to Bama to and Houston had the easiest paths to the chip. The path there, it. yeah. He yeah. just he didn't perform. And that's
1: but doesn't that show that like like I feel like through regular season, Brandon Miller, this is what the NBA, if you have a good spacing off of like this is what Brandon Miller is gonna see. So like hit that that regular season, it was just really good circumstances, and you look at other teams and their circumstance like Duke's circumstances sucked. Like to see to see him do so well, but then when competition gets tougher gets shut down. Is that is that a how do you feel about seeing him struggling that in the you know postseason context?
0: Uh, there's two schools of thought. The first one is I, I'm not worried about the poor shooting or the poor performance as as a whole. I don't put too much stock in the NCAA tournament. I've been burned by that in the
1: past. There's a lot of randomness that happens in that.
0: Tyrus Thomas absolutely destroyed LaMarcus Aldridge. And I was on board for picking Tyrus. We got LaMarcus. Uh, that was the right choice. Like You don't put too much stock into one game or two weekends of performances. The other one was James Harden. I loved him as a prospect. And then I saw he struggled uh, at Arizona State in the opening round. I think it was against Temple or some, some, some team like that. And I was like, oh, maybe he's not as good as I thought. Well, obviously he was much better and, and then some. So uh, I don't put hardly any stock into an NCAA performance. However, I do put stock into how how he is getting those looks, right? He was a volume three point shooter, and we talked about this with CJ McCollum all the time, and for assignments now too. If your three point shot is not going down, how are you impacting the game? Normally, he is a fantastic rebounder, but he wasn't um, able to get to the line. He, he he just he was taken out of his game, and that 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 is is a bit concerning. It's like so, if your three point shot is not
1: what else are you doing do you still have your stat his stats by you how heavy are people saying he is like 180 190
0: uh six, nine, 200 pounds
1: really he, he even at 200 pounds which I which I think is kind of heavy for him you know like he's gonna have to guard fours and threes and fours he need like th- that weight like I'm very happy that he rebounded at such a high level at as a skinny six you know six nine, 180 that or, or, or two six nine 200 pound guy that's that's a light so I I I think that physically he has to put on weight or he's just it's just gonna be a bad look for him offensively and defensively because he's just gonna get pushed around but I do like the fact that he's at that weight Getting boards,
0: yeah. He had a really good rebounding performance against San Diego State. He had 11, but not just a three-point shot. Overall, he was eight for 41 in, in those three contests. So that that was it. Was a tear It wasn't just it was a terrible uh March Madness uh, for for Brandon Miller. He wasn't able to get, um you know, was able to finish. Wasn't able to hit the three. Like just couldn't get it done. And when you are the SEC Player of the Year, the SEC Freshman of the Year, you know, first team All American.
1: It's not the best look to struggle, and
0: it's it's not a good look. Like, and it's not like they were playing dog, like like D A W G teams, like they were coming after him. Like, congratulate San Diego State for making it to the tournament final, but they were a five seed. Like, it's not like they were playing heavy hitters, and he was, you know, getting getting locked up. He just he he didn't have it. But what I have noticed is. The weight you mentioned that he is going to have to get stronger, and I think that really led to a lot of his lack of finishing early on in the season.
1: Really- and I, I think shot shot IQ when he gets into the paint was also a big thing. Like there, the there was a huge difference between bit be- beginning of the year, Brandon, and middle of the year, Brandon. It's because he stopped taking god-awful paint touches, t- paint touch shots.
0: He 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 figured it out, and it's the same thing with Shaden Sharp. Shaden, Shaden could not finish outside of a dunk to start the season, and you you watch his tape, and now he's doing up and unders, and they're doing you know you know Jordan memes of him against the the New Jersey Nets at the time. Like he figured it out. It just it takes reps. You have to know how the defense is going to react. You have to know. How to uh, initiate contact? How to absorb contact? And again, adding strength is probably the easiest thing any prospect can do. I mean, in, any MBA strength and conditioning program—it's going to pull weight all Yeah, it's it's not that that is not the problem. So I, I wouldn't worry about that. I would say what as a prospect, what intrigues me so much about Brandon Miller is the playmaking upside that he has because he has a nice handle and he, some of the passes he made (laughs) six, nine, he has a nice handle as a, as a freshman. That is, that is a nice hand.
1: Again. I think this is the thing that we disagree about the most. I think it's functional. I don't think it's good.
0: Oh, I think it's good. I I think it's,
1: I think that he's a good playmaker standstill. I don't think he's a good playmaker initiating using his dribble.
0: See, I think he's good off of the pick and roll and he ran
1: it. That's different. Dribble moves versus pick. I think that he is a good pick and roll guy. I think that he's a bad isolation dribble guy.
0: Yeah, and that's going to come with time. I don't think any prospect in this draft has the isolation. Um, so his ability to run the pick and roll as a 6'9 player is tantalizing. Because not only are defense is going to have to play up on him because they don't want him to uh, shoot. but he has the ability to make them pay if the, if they double if they hedge what whatever so when you have somebody at six and nine that can see over the defense that is another connective piece you're not just getting a shooter and i i think that's the the main misconception with brandon miller just because alabama system encouraged volume three point shooting he's he's much more than just a shooter he also and this is because he went to Alabama, they basically wiped away his his mid-range. And, and you, you you taught me to look at the high school tape with Paolo Bancaro, um, because he Paolo to me didn't look as good as he is now at Duke. That was the, the system. If you look at some of Brandon's high school tape, like at the EYB, at the EYBL, yeah, he got to his spots. He was doing the stuff that we saw Shaden do, you know, backing down the footwork, the shimmy, and then the fadeaway, and still getting that that shot off. Like if he's able to develop that, which.
1: I mean, and the Bama tape was awful at his mid range was awful.
0: Yeah. So I, I think he's got a huge upside when it comes to shot creation, shot versatility, um, just the repertoire in which he is able to, to go out and figure a shot out, whether it's catch and shoot uh, self creation, pick and roll, uh, whatever I, I think the bag is is deeper than, than what is being assumed. Um, the, the comparisons are are interesting because you know I the Paul George is not the comparison I like. Um, Paul George was incredibly athletic coming out of Fresno State. Paul George is a lockdown defender, even after that that gnarly gnarly injury. I think Brandon Miller is is a net neutral maybe somewhat above average defender when he tops out. He's not going to be
1: Do you put him at the 4? You have him defend 3s and 4s He that could are defend your type of 4s. Cuz I I just don't see he him can't defend Anthony Davis though. No 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 no. no. I like it it's dep- it's situational. It, it's definitely I don't fi- I don't want him guarding ball in any situation. I I I force that switch defensively. What I I think that the thing that irritates me about Brandon Miller, and he, when we did our mock our, our draft boards, he was seven for me. He's three for you. I see a B B plus player right now in the league. I think if he does one or one through four things, he's an A player. I just don't know if he's going to do that. And right now, it's frustrating for me to watch. I think that the thing that he needs is he needs to develop craft of some sort to get paint touches. Cause if he doesn't have paint touches, his offense is going to look really one dimensional and he can't do the other things. I think that if he develops craft to get buckets to avoid contact, cause he can't, he, he's really bad at uh taking on contact and scoring. So it, I think craft getting stronger but I don't think he's going to get that much more athletic and I think he's an average guy athletically and especially when we're 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 watching Shaden Sharp for 82 games we see the most athletic freak of freaks so just look at Brandon Miller is like okay he is a different player than what the Blazers have a lot of they have a lot of horses you know in the stable ready to run what but I, what I see for him is a much slower pace he has to Get that creativity, get the footwork, get the strength. And if he gets that, I don't see a B plus player. I see an A player, but there's a lot of ifs that that get him to that mark. I think that he's going to be an amazing shooter. And if he can develop that one move to get them, you know, attacking and closing out really hard, he can make things happen. But I'm very worried about paint touches and the creativity and strength that it takes to get those those paint touches and scores like dame gets 18 a game luca gets 20 a game paint touches in this nba is so important important not in portland but so important that you need to manufacture it i'm just scared that he can't do that but if he can my ranking of him at seven is it's fucking wrong it's just right now what i'm looking at is a lot of physical development that he needs to have which is easier than skill but it it, like getting that handle is going to be what really brings him to that next level. Just like a lot of players in this draft outside of Scoot Henderson and the Thompson, like everyone else needs a bag. Brandon has a bag, but it's not like a, for his athleticism, he needs to have more just because there's going to be guys like Jairus Walker everywhere in the NBA. Like that, that, that tape against Houston, like Jairus Walker, when he wasn't doing stupid stuff defensively, was absolutely in that ass <laughs> yeah i think so i, I don't
0: love the, the pg comparisons mm. somebody who like there's elements to and if you want to say he tops out I, I i think it's closer to jason tatum
1: i was gonna say bi but it's the same exact situation yeah
0: they're they're not freak athletes at all they figured out a craft. Like if you watch, Tatum's not a great athlete, but he and Tatum figured, t- sucked at finishing around the rim. He did, and Tatum's not playing defense either. Tatum, yeah. Tatum made first team All NBA because of his offensive Offense, game, yeah, right. Like so, Ingram Tatum. If you're looking at a guy, they're you know going to be secondary playmakers. They can operate out of the pick and roll. They're going to rebound the ball for the, for their position, and they're going to give you average to slightly above average defense. Those I are the players. Look- those are the players that I think if you're looking at Brandon Miller, Brandon Miller, and you say he can be this, you absolutely need to value that that pick because that is a massive player to add to your roster.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like I think that Tatum and Ingram are kind of the top ends of what he can do. Like, I, I hate disrespecting what Chris Melton has been in the NBA, but like you know, like, a more realistic... Just,
0: there's, Middleton just has just a herky-jerkiness to him that I, I haven't seen another player replicate, so I think he moves better than Middleton.
1: I, I think that it's just about, like, the skill, like, the uh the role, not the actual body comp and movement, because I don't... Oh, I, yeah, for sure.
0: If if he gets drafted, he's definitely Robin to Batman. Yeah. Like, that's...
1: I feel like when you watch old... Brandon Ingram, like when he was on the Lakers, it takes a long time to have that balance in your body when you're that lengthy, lanky, like he, he and Brandon are lanky athletes. So I think that balance strength, like all of that stuff, it's going to take a while. I think the first year he's going to get bullied. Like if I was a going against Brandon Miller, I would put a, and this is what teams did. I would put a athletic three like an undersized player just to get in his his space. So, it again that goes to the craft and what he has to do to get get past that initial defender. But I mean, we're talking about a big wing that's a very elite shooter that has potential to do all of the other things that we've talked about with creativity, playmaking. You know, it's just about going to into the lab and seeing what he can do And the improvement of, you know, like going in the mat and doing the work. But I see something very, very exciting. It's just we're going to have to be a little bit more patient. I think defensively, I try and hide him, especially at where he is now with his body. I try and hide him. I put him on non, like, I put him on like spacer three fours. I don't like the one thing that I, I see from Brandon that kind of pisses me off more than, you know, wanting to see someone improve so much. I think his screen navigation because of his body comp is awful. Like because he's so high-waisted, it's going to be difficult for him to fight through screens. So if whoever our defensive coordinator is, Roy Rogers or someone, if we fire Chauncey Billups and his entire staff, they have to do like a rule where it's just a switch. He is not fighting through screens because of how his body is. It's not even a desire. Like, you know, there's guys that just the desire is just so much that it fights through it. But because of his high body type, where his hips are high, it's going to be a, a problem. So we have to have creativity of three. Like, if Brandon's playing the four, we're an auto switch team because he's not fighting through shit. <laughs>
0: So I've already said who my, my top ends are. I think the, the good thing about Miller as a prospect is the floor is so high. I think mm-hmm. I, I don't see how he's not worse than Richard Lewis. Damn. The, the, it's 6'9", that can let it fly like that. That's Yeah, no, no,
1: I get it. I get it. I get With range,
0: it. he's already got in. And dribbles yeah,
1: and dribbles and is pretty bad defensively. I get it. I get it. You know, I'm just thinking about Jet, like that's a ceiling and Brandon Miller's that's his floor. I don't know. Like, I think his floor is starting level three, four. That's a very good three point shooter and not much else. Like maybe he's Michael Porter Jr. at his low end because. I don't believe in his dribbling and playmaking now that could change and I could look like an idiot in a few years saying this stuff. But right now, I don't think that he is a playmaker. So maybe it's he's Michael Porter Jr. instead of Richard Lewis because Richard brought the ball up and passed and you know did a lot of other things. Um sure. I'm, but I, I think that he he's on the the uh here I actually have a question for you. If he was in last year's draft, is he ahead of Jabari or is he behind Jabari? I think they're both pretty damn similar prospects. Six nine, the shooters, six nine, nutty shooters. Of course, you know Brandon has the the potential playmaking. Jabari has the definite defense. Who right, do you have I, high?
0: I was, I was. You're smitten with. I was hindsight is twenty twenty, but I was too high on Jabari, so yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say Jabari. But Jabari does have have defense. He could handle the ball up the court in fast break situations. Great shooter, more of a traditional. Mm-hmm stretch for then i think miller is is as the new new modern age small forward um both had incredible freshman years in the sec um i would take jabari also you don't worry about any legal issues with jabari so
1: that that's pretty cut and dry for me i kind of so for me brandon miller would be ahead of aj griffin but behind jabari and in my that that so he would be right he, that that is his position in mind i think that he and aj actually have a lot of similarities except the injury issue like both of them are amazing shooters both of them kind of suck at defense both of them are probably going to have to be playing defense against power forwards like but i think that's them,
0: the difference 169 and 166 one, six, 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 three yeah. inches matter yeah
1: yeah, but I think that the, I think there's similarities. That's why I would have gone brand. And you know, I am the biggest AJ Griffin stand this side of the Mississippi. So, like me acknowledging this and then you know saying all the stuff that I said, like he's still better than my favorite prospect in the last two years. So, like, I think that he's very good. I just see the ways that he can get better, and yes, approve it to me. But I like him. I, th- I do. I, I just don't see where I think he's going to have to be one of those guys where he has to outscore his o- opponent on the other end. Cause I, I don't believe in the defense. I, I just because of the, the sheer size of players that he's going to have to go. Like he's not stopping Jason Tatum. He's not stopping, but he, then he's not stopping Jairus Walker either. Like so, it, like defensively, it worries me, but I, I have no worries about what he can do for. You know, Dame year one when he's hitting threes and providing space, it's just building upon him. And you know, him and Shaden have to improve in the same things, which isn't the best. But like, I think both of them are going to need playmaking reps in in actual games, but hopefully not at, at the end of games, like like you know, when Dame's out and Shaden or or or, or uh, Brandon have the ball a lot. I think that they need these reps. They're really important, but you know, like I think that he's a very good prospect. Obviously he's not, I don't, the only way I can see him being Batman is if he outscores the, the, the star that he's playing with, but the, the, the star is absolutely the alpha of the team, but I can see where he could just outscore them and be the, the Robin.
0: And before um, we wrap up, we we do have to discuss the 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 cloud looming over Brandon Miller's draft uh, availability. Mm-hmm. Right, he was present at this the scene uh, of a crime in which his his teammate Darius uh, Miles um, was charged in killing in Jan- the January fifteenth murder of, of Jamea Janae Harris. Um, I believe there was another person uh who was involved with that to um michael davis uh so that that's where it gets dicey right is first of all brandon miller has not been criminally charged the the police say he's not a person of investigation um he has been alleged to deliver the the weapon in this case a gun to darius miles uh which led to to the killing um from all of the reading and listening that I've done, it, it ranges from slang to, can you bring uh, my heat or can you just, hey, come pick me up? Um, he apparently never touched the gun. Uh, it's it's very dicey and teams are going to have to do their due diligence into this because I, just because he hasn't been charged now, I think this is a scenario where it's the t- whichever team drafts him has to be prepared from a PR perspective um, for the foreseeable future, because there could be a civil case that could come against uh, Brandon. Um, there's just a lot of things that can still play out if if he hasn't been truthful or if new evidence has been uncovered. Apparently at the Combine, he has just been um, giving teams who he's interviewed with, which has been the Trailblazers, uh, one of those teams, just, just a document basically saying here's an FAQ he's not saying anything and from a legal perspective that's probably smart um just because anything he says still can be used uh, against him so um it's it's pretty tricky and I, I wonder if he won't fall a bit in the draft you have a league right now that does not want to be um they do not want to be tied to gun culture right John Moran's already flashing you know just he's not doing anything wrong legally either but the, the NBA does not want to be tied to gun culture and that's just the the bottom line and you've got Charlotte who is dealing with Miles Bridges um a big time domestic, domestic violence uh issue that he had and he was suspended for the entire year uh, i don't know if he's going to come back or or not um you've clearly got Portland who the history
1: um, of our team yeah
0: that I, I just don't know how that's going to
1: play. I mean, the, the fact that the we the Washington team was the bullets for very uh, like you know parts of our childhood, like where you know the some of the best players in Washington history were not the Wizards, they were the yeah. bullets.
0: i and So I've heard, like I've heard, Charlotte could be looking to move down to four, so Houston would come up and take scoop. So that that tells me three things, right? And that these all could be true. One could be true. None could be true. But the three things could be: Charlotte does not want a point guard. They they feel like Lamelo Ball is 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 the, the the point guard of the future, and they don't want to step on his toes. Two, they are not comfortable taking Brandon Miller. They don't want to have anything to do with with that around their franchise. And this is a a, a team in a red state. Or three, they just feel like they need so many more pieces to compete that they would would rather just take some of maybe they get Jabari Smith in four and they feel that's fair compensation to to move down a bit and they they get a lottery pick from last year and then they go with the, the fourth pick this year so um that would be interesting right there um if you're Portland um Portland could then maybe talk to other teams that really want Brandon Miller um but it, it we also saw this right in the NFL draft like Jalen Carter for the Georgia Bulldogs fell to the ninth or 10th slot and he was clearly stated as maybe the first or second best prospect but he had a a big role in a a reckless car crash that killed uh i believe two people so character matters and we've also heard people say like they've uncovered that miller's character is, is fabulous there's just so many things that we don't know and that we do know I, I texted you this, like, if this was Neil Olshay making this decision, I would feel horrible about it because of his judgment and how he went about PR with the, the Billups hire. I feel like Joe Cronin comes across as much more of a relatable, um, by the book, stand up type of person that you could feel call- like if, if, if they do end up drafting Brandon Miller, you you have to believe they uncovered every single stone, right? And they're they're prepared uh for whatever pr comes of it or they might just be like hey there's other prospects we like it's just not worth worth the time so it's unfortunate obviously somebody lost their lives if you're looking at it from a basketball perspective it's also on unfortunate clearly not to the same level but you have this really great prospect who i think would fit in like a glove uh alongside shaden and you could even play him with with dame now so it's it's a it's a short and a long term play for the Blazers, but they have to feel comfortable um with, with what they hear from him directly um and what they what they what they find out. But
1: so, um, so you I mean you were you have in my opinion you are the best Blazers social media manager of all time. How would you handle the media if the Blazers did draft Brandon Miller? Like how would you advertise him to the city of Portland?
0: I mean th- thankfully it wouldn't just be on me usually when you have no money, i mean when i
1: when i hung out with you it was it, it literally just was you but. it
0: was but like if there's something <laughs> like this like let's say when maurice lucas passed away right or mm. when when greg odin blew out his knee or brandon roy wasn't coming mm. back that all happened in like a three-day period not the lucas stuff but the the roy um, and, and the odin stuff usually you get a press release, and you just say, Here's the press release. We're just going to take verbiage from the press release, and we are going to uh send it out there. Don't respond to any comments, don't engage. This would be different because you're drafting a prospect. Like there's really yes. I I, I think you work with your your marketing department, you work with the president of basketball operations, um, you work with the president of the, the, the organization and what's the messaging like everyone has to be on brand like if you look at the look at the tv broadcast look at the social media you see all the graphics all the marketing everything is packaged together tight and neatly didn't used to be that way when i was there because they didn't have the resources but now that they, they do so everything is going to be buttoned up and there's going to be you know certain things they're going to say certain things they are going to
1: interact the with. best college prospect in this draft landed to us at three that type of stuff
0: Possibly, or they may be a little subdued. I mean, we, you you just, you just don't know, right? It's, it's, it's something that it's more of like, I can provide my, my input and insight and be like, hey, this is what I'm hearing. Like you do a lot of social listening, right? We did, we did a social listening when the rose garden changed over to the Moda center and i went through forums i went through tweets i went through social other social platforms and i just basically put together anecdotes overall themes uh sentiment like here is what people are saying um maybe here's what we should do like it was my call like they wanted to continue to post uh push Modus Center content and I was like people don't want to hear this they're pissed off you can do I know they're, they're your shiny new sponsor but they need to wait like people are really pissed like well, let's not post the the Moda Center going on on the court nobody nobody's going to be happy with that so thankfully that they listened to that and you know that was my insight in there so it would be more like I would have more insights after the fact but the initial messaging would have to be from the top down and I'm just executing whatever that whatever the orders were
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it, it like it sucks that obviously the entire situation sucks, but like I, I, it it upset me the the celebration that the the Alabama the Bama coaching staff did of like doing the the pat down to him. I think that that was just an outrageously insensitive bad look for the entire city of, or or the entire university and the college basketball team, the sports organizations of all of Alabama. That was such an insensitive thing to do that. I think that people that aren't nuanced in the situation, like that's a clippable thing that people can see. And I think that they did him such a disservice.
0: Like, cause that's the consensus is that the university handled this as poorly as possible. Yeah. Like their, their coach was saying insensitive um, things, basically just saying, "Oh, wrong place, wrong time." Well, buddy, somebody died. Like that's that's more than wrong place, wrong time. And uh, the the um, the clip you're talking about, the pat down, it was later said because you know he's cleared for takeoff, like that type of stuff. But even even then, you have to know optics, right? And if there's also so here here's another layer to this, right? Clearly the the kid is 19 years old and we've all made poor decisions at at 19 and younger and even older. But you the decision making does come into question. Like are you willing to invest the third overall pick into a player into a person that has the decision making that says somebody asks for a gun, right? I mean I know hindsight is 20, 20, but like, what are you going to do with that? Like, what, what are you going to do? I don't want to be t- like, so like, it, it's really nuanced because the blazers are going to have to do their, their due diligence. Like if some sage, if somebody says, Hey, come bring me my gun. I'm like, why? Like, no, you can come get it yourself. Like I'll, I'll bring you a, a you know, McFlurry, I'll bring you some groceries, but I'm not bringing you a, a gun. Like what, what do you plan on doing with that? Um, and I think that is what everybody is looking to uncover, right like did he know that's what was going to happen did you know, I've heard you know there's been theories out there that Miller thought it was for self-defense he didn't know it um or he did like whatever happened one thing is for certain only Brandon Miller will know and Brandon will have to live with whatever that knowledge is for the rest of his life nothing can take that away from him right he's always going to carry that with him so if he's truly innocent then it should you know it should be a little bit lighter of a, of a of a burden even though i don't think you can completely remove a burden because you're tied to a murder like regardless you're going to go down in history like your name will surface with this story for the end of time so um it's it, it is interesting though sage I will say because I right after the lottery, like I, you know, a little bit was heard about Brandon Mill, like the story kind of went away. And I think somebody tweeted, I think it might have been Woj, like, oh, people are like really liking this character. And as you're getting closer to the draft, people are starting to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It reminds me so much of like when you're at work or you're in school and you get this massive project, but it's not due for like two months. You're like ah, I don't got to worry about it. And, and so you, you, you just don't out of sight, out of mind. Then a couple of weeks and you start creeping up, start thinking about it. Oh, I got to get this done. What well, what am I going to do? That's exactly what's happening now. And I think the the new cycle is only going to pick that up more. Obviously, the, the finals are going to be over, right? Everyone's going to focus on the NBA draft. They're going to start interviewing prospects and they're going to more and more outlets are going to be like, oh, yeah, like they're gonna, like a lot of people. And I think uh, maybe listeners may not know this. Like they may not know Brandon Miller was involved in this. Like they they work on a new they work on a new cycle that's like, okay, what do I have to focus on today? And then when it comes to Miller's time when they need to be like, Oh, the Blazers drafted Miller, like there's people at the Oregonian that don't know about it right now, but they, but they will now, right? And they'll be like, Oh, and here's the story. So you know that's why those stories come out because not everyone has the time to realize the backstory on a lot of things until something is present. And then they start to do the research and be like, oh, this is this is the 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 situation at hand. Here's our story, here's our reporting. Maybe they partner with, we you know, you know, some paper in Tuscaloosa or Alabama or or whatever. But that's when it starts making rounds again, is when it becomes top of mind. So it's not something that you can just say, why are people bringing this up so you know so much later? That that's why because it's 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 top of mind, and mm-hmm. you best believe it. It's going to be a topic. It's regardless. going to be a very
1: rough time for Brandon Miller compared yeah, to every other draft pick,
0: regardless of where he gets picked. And you know, for for his sake, I I hope he he's innocent. Mm. Just just back. also such I I hope. He's that would be, that's, you you just, you don't want to have that. I don't know how else to, to state that, you know,
1: it just, it's. I mean, I I think that the, they have to, they, they have to do that trial and.
0: And yeah, he, he could potentially have to testify at, at, there's
1: this, there's a lot of legal stuff that you and I just don't know.
0: Yeah. If if we're too busy
1: talking about. You know, and
0: whatever you know. team drafts him, Sage, is going to be Brandon Miller of the XYZ. It's not just going to be Brandon Miller testifies. It's it's going to be everywhere. So whatever team selects him has to be okay. More than okay. They have to be comfortable and content with the situation. They have to be
1: confident in his ability as a human being, not a basketball player. Yep. He has to be judged as a human being. Jairus Walker is not good. We are not judging Jairus Walker for his ability to be a good human. We're not judging a men Thompson. We're not a, a sir. Like none of these people, Brandon Miller's this, this is going to be an individualized experience that only he is going to know the ins and outs of. And it's going to be an exhausting process for him, for the organization, for the fans that are going to feel they need to learn about him, potentially connect with him. It's going to be a very different Thing that he experiences over every person, and you know, like I think that there's like the the scrutiny that he's going to have. It's it's going to be insane with him, and I don't. I I will understand if teams don't take him when the when it's quote unquote value because of the 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 uh, situation. But as a human, I hope that he can move past this. Focus up on, you know, moving past this as a human. Moving past this is everything he's going to deal with it. I hope that there's no other issues in his life because this is this has to be scary for an 18, 19 year old person. You gotta
0: surround yourself with better people.
1: I mean, shit. I like it. It's a. It's a. It's a different. You know, like I, 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 living up here, it's just such a different thing than going living back south. So, I mean, fuck, man, it, it's going to be so different for him. Like the fact that we've been talking about this for what seems like fifteen minutes, like we didn't do this shit with Jairus or Jet or any of these other players. Like, so this is a totally individualized process. I think that, like, again, like you, you would know if we drafted Scoop it would be such an easy process. So I get it. I hope that we he can move on from this. I hope that he is innocent. And, you know, like, I, I'm just out rooting for him. I hate it when people root for these young players that have fucked up, and he fucked up pretty big, to fail. I hope that he's successful in, in, in this venture in his life because, I mean, they're... There isn't that many people in this league. So he's like this experience is just I would hate for something that he did when he was 19 to ruin everything. But uh do you have anything else you want to say about Brandon Miller? I mean, I, I also I mean I hope
0: that um her family gets the full hundred percent honest truth and everything. Oh, yeah,
1: and,
0: and the at the very least they will get some form of justice. Obviously, it's just really shitty that she i mean i believe she left behind a young child as well so that's um it's, it's just tough
1: i mean yeah like it's people's it's, lives have been ruined by that
0: incident and the reason the reason i hope that brandon is innocent is not nece- not necessarily for him i mean clearly yes but really when you're the, the victim and then you see somebody else kind of get off scot-free but then they're always in the media always in the name and you have to see that name and that triggers you okay. that's 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 not right either so that that's a big reason why i hope he he's cleared because i i don't want that trauma to to keep coming up for her her family because if he if he's as good as advertised he's going to be all over um the internet tv mobile i mean that's whatever whatever. So um, I I hope everything just, just gets resolved.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, we have to, we have to help that everything, all the, all the things align for this, for everybody involved, because it is a very, very sad case where someone lost their life. Someone lost their mother. So we, you know, Thoughts prayers to everybody involved, but I don't really have anything else to talk about within talking about Brandon Miller. We'll be back later in the week to talk about the Thompson twins. Very excited about that. Watching, watching the clips that I've seen of both of those guys improvement shows a lot of what they can do with their work ethic and work ethic with that type of athleticism is pretty incredible so very excited to talk about the thompson twins we will be back later um everybody have a safe and lovely evening we are out of here peruse